Alright, we're back here. It is uh, August the 18th, 2022. Freaking just got back from northern New Mexico. Some Texans in New Mexico, you know. Uh, you always don't really know how that's going to go with everybody. You know, they ask you, you kind of get in a place where, you know, you get up there and they're like, where are you from? And you're like, ah, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you'd rather say... Don't worry about it. Yeah. Where you're really from, Texas. No, when you tell them Texas, you like you kind of feel empathy for the Californians who come here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, dang. Girl, you know I'm gonna be feel. nice. I'm gonna be nice for sure. I was always nice. I don't care, you know. But man, you know how they feel. You know, yeah. it's like golly. Oh my goodness. We we, we got told. Uh, we got told. What we got told? Uh, don't die up here. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't die up here, because if they, if they find out you're Texans, they'll just kick you off the side of the mountain. Yeah, oh, they'll just leave your bones up here, man. Nobody will care about you. They'll kick you right off. No. It's like, oh, man, man, that is a warm... That's You made me so warm. Yeah. You know? So, we look around, we're like, we are far up here. You know? No, yeah. but no, it was a great trip. Yeah, honestly. Great hike. Beautiful uh, place. Yeah, great people, honestly, man. There was so many cool people on the trip. Oh, even that guy who said that was hilarious. Yeah. He, like, he walked yeah, up when we were saying something, and he's nice like, guy. huh? And I came from behind the tree. I was like, dude. He was like that guy, dude. Uh, I feel you underestimated my sneakiness. Uh-huh. You know? Was yeah. Like, yeah, he's totally that guy, dude. He kept creeping out. He was a good guy. And then all the, like, the we saw, like, some... Some people running, just running that trail. Oh, ran, so you know they're passes. just used to that well, altitude. You know, dude, here, here's how I know exactly how the people around here who come and uh, to kayak the Medina River. Because like when we kayak the Medina River around here, it we're pretty much just us. It's just me and my kayak and maybe like a bottle of water, right? And then I see other these tourists who come and kayak Ice the Medina chest. River... And they look like they're ready to go down the Amazon, right? They yeah. got all the gear, yeah. ice chests. They're just ready Weighted to go. Weighted down, man. yeah. Definitely. And we always make fun of those people. Like, oh, look at these guys. Like, they're going to have such a hard time, you know? And then I realized we, we were those people. <laughs> we were those we guys. We were so those guys. Yeah, man. we were for these sure. Guys, these, these native New Mexicans, man, they were just running right past us on that trail with nothing but those little leader camel packs on, yeah. you know? And here we were. We looked like we were ready to live out there. Yeah, we were hitting the know? freaking Westwood yeah. Trail, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I know that I ended up carrying, like, an, a whole extra gallon of water than I had to. Yeah. Not quite. It was about three-quarters of a gallon. Yeah, that's about, but, that's about what we had left over. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but I tell you what. I took that out of my pack, and I was like... Damn, that would have made quite the difference, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I also thought that even so, we might stay another night. So I wanted to have the water no matter what, right. you know? Uh, but I didn't know, you know? But the yeah. other thing, too, is... And and this is one thing I've thought about to try to make myself feel a little bit better, okay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is that... And no, but I'm serious about this, honestly. This is just the truth. And I see it as the truth, is that... We cannot prepare for altitude where we live unless we go to altitude and train. It's just impossible. Right. So fifty, you're fifty-fifty. It's either going to affect you that time, or it's not going to affect you. But it's fifty-fifty. Altitude will affect you if you go up there enough. If you do it once a year, one of the times you're going to get affected by altitude. Yeah. You know, it's just going to happen. 
And uh, if those people came down to Texas and tried to go 10 miles with us at at Lost, at, Maples. At Lost Maples on a summer day, they would struggle, dude. You know, yeah. more than us. Trust that. me. Yeah. Because it's just an environment we're used to. It would be smothering to them. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, uh, have to remember that, man. You know, yeah, you have no, to remember we that. If we lived up climate. there, you'd be doing, you'd be hiking that, you'd be hiking those mountains a lot easier. Right. Trust me. Give it a year. Give yourself a year up there. You'd be going on some journeys. Oh, you know, I'm feeling a lot better about it and being more comfortable with it. And, and, and respect to them, too, like, for doing it. You know, it's a great place to get out there and enjoy. Like, they have a beautiful, just northern New Mexico, one of the beautiful places on earth, man, for sure. One of the oh, beautiful yeah. places on earth. Great place. Like, they have something to really appreciate and admire up there, man. And it's just clean and beautiful and just, damn, man. It really is. You know, I, I mean, that's one of the things I really appreciate about, uh, uh, New Mexico is, you know, I've only been there twice now, but both times I'm gone, I've, I've appreciated the fact that, uh, not only is the land public, you know, but it's also clean. Yeah. Which is surprising. Yeah. You it know? is. It's because very... I've, I, I've, I mean, you know, you've, you've shut me down on this argument before that like, if you, ah, oh, man, if you open up the p- land to public, you know, they're just going to come in and people, you know, that you're going to have people who respect it. Of course, but then you're inevitably you're going to have those few people who, who don't respect it, you know. But uh, there's, it outweighs but it. It outweighs it. It does seem like it outweighs it, man. And, and uh, it was all, it was beautiful land up there. All oh. of it. The the highways were beautiful. The trails were beautiful. Dang. You know, down here, you know, you drive you drive a mile down the highway and it's just trash but you, you know, know what though trash you know all over the place and then and then you see those don't mess with texas signs that are every other mile and you're like well it's, it's been like, messed with damn, it's dude. been yeah, messed with i mean yeah i i will say this and and i and i want to and i want to really emphasize this though cuz i have given this a lot of thought what what we're talking about here is that uh i don't think it's it's not so much a policy thing though you know i don't think it has to do with red or blue or policy i think it has to do with mindset but I think the one thing that the public land does is it makes people feel like they have a stake in it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, don't fucking throw that out. Dude, that's where we hike, man. That's where we walk out there. Like, when it's just like, I don't know whose who's property that is. I'm going to throw it out in front of their fence. You know, I don't give a shit. It's just a roadside. Yep. It's a roadside. Nobody appreciates it. No one enjoys it. No one uses it. It's just all, you know, and, and that is, a, it's, a, it's an argument about creating a culture where some of the most beautiful land in your in your in your areas is appreciated and given to the people to go enjoy and to get out in nature and to learn why it is important to have to keep places beautiful man it, yeah. it's i think it it comes in the culture not so much the policy you know right. what i mean i really do believe that and uh yeah i mean those mountains up there are so sacred it's like the history of them and it's just a sacred place. And there are places in Texas I feel that way too. No, absolutely. Don't get me wrong, but I mean... You know, I think... I mean, you saw what I said, what I shared on Facebook earlier today, right? Like how someone actually had Texas soil shipped oh, to yeah. Italy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Dude, so that their son that could made be me born laugh, over Texas soil. It made me laugh too. But honestly, it was like, man, it sounds like something I'd do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, for real. Because... 
I mean, like, really, Texans are, we're famous for, for being proud of our state, right? And, like, even to the extent that we'll ship soil to the other side yeah, of the planet just right. so that our children can be born over it. <laughs> but, like, where did you get that soil from? You know? Like, did it come from, like, beside, you know, some family dollar somewhere or something, you know? Or, yeah. like, did it come from, like, a Texas state park or something, you know I mean? And then look at our highways and stuff like this, you know, like we were talking about earlier. Look at the don't mess with Texas signs and then the just the litter everywhere. It's like, man, Texans mess with Texas, you know? I mean, shit. And then, you know, I guarantee you half those people who throw fucking Sonic cups out their window, they probably got a big old Texas, you know, bumper sticker on their car or something like that. Yeah. Probably got a fucking don't mess with Texas bumper yeah. sticker. Or salt it's life, a, you know? And then a, they go down there and they fucking trash... The, the beach when they go, you know? And yeah. No, it's, you know, it's not cool. It's a mentality it's cool. that just needs to, like, change, man. I, and, 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 and it's a... We're, we're better than that. Yeah, we're better you know, than that it's as a state. Dude, sure. that, it's unfortunate that our state's like that, you know? And, and, and even, like, out here in the hill country, you know, uh, I oftentimes like to think that, like, you know, we, we, we try to keep things a little prettier out here in the, in the hill country, you know? We got some pretty views, pretty landscape, you know, we got some unique places around here. But then, I don't know, man, you know, you drive through some places and you just wish that uh, someone would manage it a little better, you know. And, and yeah. I guess, you know, I mean, shit, you know. The community is, yeah. Yeah, it's a little hypocritical of us to say, as, you know, as we just drive right past it. You know, well, me, you're the one who's, I know that you have done that walk yeah. from, uh, yeah, I've done a lot of from stuff Medina to, to Pipe Creek picking up trash, man, I mean. But a, a small group of people, the only thing we can do about it is you can spread education. You can teach young people, get young people involved. We did the citywide, we put on the citywide Bandera trash cleanup where we like competed, you know, most bags of trash wins prizes and shit, you know I mean, because... Yeah. I, I know, like, when you're doing that, man, with the kids and stuff, man, you're you're implementing that in the minds of the next generation, and that's something that, like, for real, like, it's, you can't, you can't just have litter, I mean, if you have litter everywhere, the future for everyone is obviously fucked. Yeah. I mean, you can't just allow, like, the ecosystems. Wally? <laughs> right? No, yeah, I mean, the, your ecosystems will take a hit. I don't care what, you can call that, whatever you want to call it. There's no denying it. You know, it. you can't just do that, man. You can't just throw... I, I, I get it. Everything comes from somewhere, right? So it's all got to be natural to some extent because it has to come from somewhere. It's in this world. It's not yeah. like it's unworldly, anything we make. So it'll go back. But the damage it will do in the meantime will be catastrophic for life, could be catastrophic for life. Right. And that is the real problem that you face with stuff like that. And, like, you're giving up on kids in the next generation by not... By not trying to create some sort of a movement in that direction, and uh, again, it, it's kind of demoralizing when you do it. And I think that's why a lot of people don't do it because they yeah. think, if I go out there today, what am I doing? Well, you're right. You're not doing anything. You're you're not even really putting a dent in it. If I must be honest. Right. But one thing you can do is by doing that and starting to spread the information, you know, and spread through education, man. We can change, change the, the culture. You know what I'm saying? And and when you do that, then you start to pick it up and you don't see it on the roads anymore. 
And when you do see it on the roads, there's groups of people that go out and clean it up quick, you know, that just start to see it and it just becomes the culture. And next thing you know, it's a thing of the past. You know, I think that's a, that's a win that we could have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, we're better than that. I, I hate fucking seeing that, man. I, I, it drives me nuts. It's always driven me nuts since I was a kid. I, I hate seeing that. It, and I didn't even leave the state of Texas until I was... I mean, I left uh, when I was a little younger, like on road trips, a couple of road trips, uh, like fourth and fifth grade or something like that. But other than that, man, I didn't leave the state till I was 21 years old, you know, yeah. and then first started to see like, oh, man... Some of the most beautiful places are the, are the national and state lands, you know? Yeah. They're the most well-maintained because there's people there that give a shit and they fight for it. I mean, they, they stand for it. They're going to clean up, you know, and they're going to take care of it, you know? And, and, and not even necessarily people that work there, just people that go there. Like, I've seen you at the state park, you know, you see trash there. It's like, if it's not somebody's toilet paper or something, I mean... Yeah. You're going to, like, pick it up and try to find a trash can for it, you know, because you feel like that. Like, come on, man, you know? Like, yeah, like, who the fuck, dude? Yeah. You know, and I feel like the, the park system, you know, is... That should be something that just, like... I, I, I'm usually not a big fan of the word bipartisan. Yeah. But I feel like that should be something that just, like, everybody should be able to get on board with, you know? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't enjoy the park system, you know? And if you don't enjoy the park system, like... Come on, man. Try it out. You need to get out there and enjoy the park yeah, system. a little bit, man. you know. Everybody should, dude. There's I different mean, levels, too. Little little hour hikes, little 30-minute. Yeah. Just walk down the trail for five steps and go back and ch- drive around the park in your car, man. I mean, right. just be out there. It's. I agree with you, man. You know? I agree. And I, I really do it. wish that, uh, that, that Texas had, you know, and while I do appreciate the, the parks, especially like Garner State Park, I, I mean, I grew up going out to Garner State Park. I it's have a really a, I have pretty a, one. I have a, yeah, no, I have a uh, a deep affection for that park. And and you know what? So I many mean, Texans I have, do. I have grown to uh, to appreciate Lost Maples. You know, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Lost Maples is three times closer than Garner State Park. <laughs> and growing up, I never went to it. We never went to it. We always just went to Garner. I don't know why. I, I'd have to ask my parents, honestly. Yeah. But, uh... <clears throat> But I didn't go to Garner until you took me that one time, man. Until we went out and, and went hiking, and uh, I mean, that's a beautiful park out there. That's the you know that that great, they both right are. down they the street. Are, yeah. And I just wish that Texas had more stuff like that because there are so many beautiful places around Texas that I just feel like you know nobody gets to appreciate. You know, right. like, how about driving like, up driving up to the Guadalupe? Oh, there could dude. be three different Gua. And then yeah. I mean, Guadalupe National Park could be that whole stretch of mountain. There is mountains and beauty everywhere. Who knows what they're like in there? How yep. pretty. And so, I, yeah. you know, it's it's such a tough one, man, because who the fuck are we? To, I'm not, you know, no one's a king to make that. But I'm right. just saying that, man, it would be nice to at least put this stuff on the table to think about. And, you know, like people. Man, just give people a win sometimes, man. Like, what bad is it to fucking give people some places they can go out and not and be in nature, you know, and enjoy the most beautiful yeah. parts of areas close to where they live or that they can travel to and go see? I just don't see what the hurt in that is. There's enough fucking Walmarts, man. Yeah. There's enough of all that, you know. You can go get it. It's like, man, 
I just don't. If it's oil money that that it's like, well, how are you going to pay for that? Let the oil. Let, you tax the shit out of the oil companies. I know you do. That's why you let them do their thing here. Right. Because you tax, you get all their tax money, and and I know they spend it on schools and they build schools and stuff. How about they put into some parks and natural beauty? You know, like shit. Maybe people, you know, it'll build that bond with oil companies and people better to some extent. You know, I mean, because right. oil ain't going nowhere, dude. No. You can sit there and have your Especially dream of electric cars. Look, it's not going anywhere because it's not a re- realistic thing. It can't. Yeah. It's not even here. and It's everywhere. It's not going anywhere. Right. It's just that people are just not going to want to drill for it in their state, and they're going to buy ours if we drill it. It, it It's not realistic. Yeah. It's not realistic, man. I mean, you know. I mean, we just drove through the oil fields on the way up and down. Uh, uh up to New Mexico, and those, I tell you what, those pumps were, were going, all of them. I didn't see one that was that that wasn't pumping, man. And we passed through all the excess, you know, all those, the uh, you know, the, all the burnoffs where they were just blowing off steam, you know, yeah, <laughs> literally yeah, blowing just blowing off gas, blowing man. off gas because there's just nowhere to send it because all the pipelines have been shut down. You know, yeah. I mean, it's insane. <clears throat> it's insanity. Like my grandpa on his worst day, man. He's blowing out that gas. You know? no. Okay, me. Me. Damn. Sorry, grandpa. No. Throw him under the bus. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's you, bro. It's like, damn it, okay. You know, it was the mountain. It was the altitude. No. No, but uh nah, for real, man. I mean, I'm not like I, I get I get people's people's gripe on that, but you know, again, it, it's just, it's not realistic. I mean Yeah. It, it's a l we're a long way off. We are a long way off, and we can debt. You can pull back, dude. Pull back, you know, if that's what it takes. But I'm just saying, dude. Like, however you're gonna pay for it, parks. Again, if the culture changes, like those are national forests, right? I mean, I'm sure they have some cost. I'm sure they do, but really, I mean, the ski area probably pays for it. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, it, with as much revenue and tax as that goes, I mean. Who oh, knows pretty, how much? Pretty much all they have to do is just keep those logs cut for the trail. I don't want to be too hard on the government, okay? Because that's not what we do here, all right? <laughs> but I'm going to say this, dude. I'm not going to say that they waste a lot of tax dollars on pointless shit that means nothing to the American people, but actually probably kills them and bogs them down. Right. I'm not going to say that. But I just said it, but I'm not going to say <laughs> it again, Okay. But what if they use some of that money to actually do good shit for American people, man, of all sorts? Wouldn't that be amazing? It's radical. I was about to say that is so radical. Dude, I mean, that the most radical that's the type people. of shit that'll get you de-YouTubed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. It's like they'll kick you right off for saying shit like that. Oh, you want them to do some? You want them to do some good with that money and yeah. stop like? You know, getting involved in other people's conflict zones and actually build some hope for the American people, you know? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Get off our YouTube right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring that to us. Yeah, no, but for real, I mean, that's, man, why not, man? I think, I think, I think it's there, for real. I think it's there. Right. All jokes aside. The money could be there for these things. I don't think it's outrageous with how much money gets thrown around these days that 
that we that that uh, there couldn't be programs to start buying up old ranches and stuff that go for sale. Yeah. And paying spot price for them and turning them into parks, man. Who would have a problem, man? You know? Damn, I guess some people would, though. Maybe I'm sure it would be out there. Some people would, you know? I mean, including some of the more, you know, diehard uh, libertarians, I'm sure, you know, uh, who would have a problem with, uh, you know, oh, it's the, you know, the state behind up land. You know, when it comes to the park system, you know, even Ron Swanson likes the park system. I know you don't watch Parks and Recreation, but a lot of people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, They're like, oh, right now, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you know what, though? Here's a a thing about, about... I don't think right and left, like, the two-party system is necessarily the problem. Uh, like in politics necessarily as much as identity politics it could call the party anything you want to when you get so die hard in a box of beliefs that you won't take each issue issue by issue and try to solve it you're stuck you are stuck in this ideology of no growth you know you're gonna fall short somewhere you know it's just you can't be like that you know you gotta look at things and i mean you can be like that but i don't think it's helpful to be and you got to look at things like everything has nuance, and especially in today's world, you know. For sure. You know you have to look at things like that, and and you can't. And I, I that's why I even have hard pressed it. I hate calling myself a libertarian. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like it now all of a sudden everyone's going to expect that. It's like it's it's so close to, with a musician. You know, it's like what music do you play? It's like oh fuck. Yeah. How long you got? You know what I mean? You right. got some time because we got to talk about this. I can't just say I'm, oh, folk country. You know, because now that's what they're gonna expect. It's like, yeah, I might write a song that, I can, you know, I picked up from listening to like a punk rock band or something like a chord progression or something. Just because as a songwriter, you know, you like, you've heard so many things, you know, man, and like, who knows what's gonna come out? You just create and you just go. You don't even think about it. You right, don't even yeah. think about genre. That doesn't even matter to what you're doing as a writer. Each song could have a different flavor, different genre, different characteristic. You know, and it's so dumb to think that way too. Like to sit there and say like, I am only going to write country songs ever. Only country songs. Like what does that even mean? Yeah. You know? Same thing with po- politics, man. I am only going to vote Republican ever. It's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, we're only going to vote Democrat. No matter what, it's like, are you sure about that? Or only Libertarian. Oh, you You said it. (laughs) I mean, I I won't, you know, I think think really it's, you got to do, especially on local politics, man, do your due diligence of finding the best person who gives a shit, who's like trying to think about their communities and what matters to them, you know? Right. That's the most important thing, in my opinion, anyways. Absolutely. Yeah, anything else you want to add on to the trip, man? I mean, oh, what man. was there? What do you think, man? Oh, I, th- I think, uh, like I was saying. Wheeler Peak, dude. Wheeler Peak was we great. We did it. I mean, we conquered. It yeah, know, we have to say that. Definitely, probably the uh, the hardest I've ever pushed my my body, man, physically. I mean, holy cow. That that last uh, mile or so up that up that peak past the tree line was just, whew, it was, it was something what? else, man. I agree with you, Levi. Like, last year's was, was hard, but doable, enjoyable. I felt great. It was like an awesome day. This was tough. 
Yeah. That was a tough one, and I think the reason is because we went up for about three and a half miles, which was a little under half the trip, and then we got to about 12,000 feet altitude. And when you get above ten to 12,000 feet altitude, you are way up there. Yeah. And we stayed up there for almost four miles of a trip, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And four miles walking uphill. You know, you, you're going slow, you know. you that, That's three and a half, four hours up there probably. Yep. That we're spending on in that high of elevation, not used to it. I think that's really what made it so hard was how oh, long yeah. we stayed in that high elevation because we stayed in that high elevation for most of the day. And uh, man, I was that physically, I could have done, I could have walked back that way. But but it, it like the altitude messed with me so bad that like I was nauseous, my head was like splitting. You know what I mean? And I yep. just like. And it, I, I could breathe fine and everything. Like, it didn't really get to me like that. Like, physically, I felt good. It's just that it was messing with me. Yeah. That's just how it was messing with me, you know, through my head and my nausea, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I was I definitely got nausea from the uh, from the altitude sickness. When we got to the top, though, when I got to the top, I did catch a little second wind up there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, me for too. sure. You me know, too. you catch a second wind at the top. And... Your spirits are up, you know. You know that it's all downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. But boy, that yeah. downhill. That is downhill is, is still like man. Looking up at that, looking up at that mountain that's just falling down whenever it wants to. The rock piles. Just you're like, uh, I'm gonna sprint yeah. down this thing. Now I know why people run this damn thing. You know? Yeah. I would recommend if you ever go to Wheeler Peak in northern New Mexico. I would recommend uh, if you're not, you know, if you're not used to the altitude, especially two-day hiking, uh, the Bull of the Woods Trail up to Summit at seven miles I, I, and back. Like I would suggest that route. Um, I would climb that route again if I went back. I would do that route. I would almost do it there and back. I, yeah. I really would because I feel like that that other route, <clears throat> man, that seems a little bit hairy for That's me, a dude. One. That's a very sketchy one. Very sketchy, like that. That rock just falls, dude. You can clearly see. Yeah, I mean that yeah, whole mountain coming there. down. Yeah, and that's so, that one's that's a rock. That that's a definitely a rocky mountain. You know, it yep. it, it has a, a steep ledge and stuff like that, or a, I mean a um, a ridge up there. You know, it's it's falling down, but a beautiful place, man. Just like every single view, I really tried to take them in, man. I took that one with me. Uh, I, I really caught my second win when we hit that parking lot, man. Yeah. When we hit that parking lot, I was like, I'll drive home yeah. <laughs> right. right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, like, so happy to, to finish that. Yeah. You know, just climbing a mountain, that's the thing is, you know that, you know, it may go completely smoothly, but it may not. Right. It is a real, t- it is not just something you can throw that around. It's it's a real feat, you know, climbing any mountain. And, uh you know, it's something that you can really be proud of yourself. And, and the comparison in life is like anything you do in life, you can compare to climbing a mountain. You know, it's right. such a uh, it's such an experience for life, like pushing through and like persevering. Like when you start to feel like shit and you have to sit down for a while. And sometimes you're beat, man. Sometimes you just have to lay down and just give in for a minute. Yeah. You know, and then you have to get back up and then you truck away a little bit more. And then you figure out a new little path, and you catch a second win, you know. And then you realize how far you are from the top, man. Yeah. And then you see those false peaks, and then 
you get there, you get to that point. You're like, I'm going to head down. You know, it's like, it's just such a, uh, so awesome, man. It's just such a cool thing, even though it sucks, honestly, when you feel like shit like that and you're in the middle of it. It really sucks. I mean, dude, I'm talking about that, man. I was like, when you're up there, though, it's like it sucks, but it sucks with an awesome view. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you look, you're just like, man, is this even real? Dude, real. Is this even real? I was laughing, dude. But you guys were like up there because, you know, I come in, I come into the peak like a good probably five minutes after you guys were up there. Because I was just baby stepping it, dude. I had yeah. to, man. No, no, you did and, great, uh, man. And uh, <clears throat> I was down there freaking dry heaving from the altitude sickness and still just laughing, man. I was looking around. I was just like laughing. Like, <laughs> what am I doing up here? Like, I'm on top of a mountain right now fucking like throwing up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like out here like up here where I can't even hardly breathe like I was yeah. just laughing you yeah. know? I, was just, like, getting, I was just getting straight up delirious dude like that's the word for you it, will right? no no but, I was woozy yeah. a couple of times dude. <laughs> I was woozy a couple of times and that like when we went around like once we got up to the top of that first uh, that first fall summit like there wasn't the space to really get too woozy man you had to really oh yeah that thing was right off the edge man yep uh, that was crazy, dude. That was really crazy, dude. That was. It was a good one. That was an awesome. That was an awesome experience, and uh, proud. You know, everybody. It was. It was my son and you and Kevin that went, and everybody did a really good job, dude. And like, really, man, like accomplished it. Like, we we came through some rain, a little bit of rain on the way back. When we got in the van, actually, and started coming back, we started to get some pea-sized hail. Yeah. Luckily, we were in the van. I mean, it all worked out perfect, and it kicked all of our ass. I know everybody. My son my son felt it, you know? He told yeah. me. He was like, oh, dude, I felt it. And it was like... But I think he, he, you know, he loved... You and he kept a good pace together, you know yeah. what I'm saying, too? And uh, that's why you just go with multiple people, man. You know, it's way better when you have a group, you know oh, what I'm well, saying? I, 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 you definitely noticed, because we stayed together pretty much the whole day. Until we got right up there above the tree line. We started to get above the tree line. We started to get about 10,000, 12,000 feet. That's when we started to space out. And everybody had to just start going their own pace. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah, but we also could see each other. <clears throat> yeah. We had a visual on each other, too. Right. Like, actually, once we got to the ridge, we stayed pretty close together until you got to where the other trail turned off, that's where you were saying that you were like sitting there dry heaving. Yeah. Because it's not much further up no, to the yeah, very I top of Wheeler. Yeah, I can see where you guys were. You were like, I'm going to get to feeling better and I'm going to get up there, you know? Yeah. But I mean, honestly, that's the thing about climbing a mountain is you get up there and the thing to do now is to come back down. Yep. I mean, you know, you see the views, take your picture. Man, this is beautiful. Maybe get on your knees and... Say a little prayer, whatever you want to do up there. You know, you take your time to say, man, this is incredible. And then you go back down because you yeah. don't want to be that high of elevation for that long. You know? yeah. And you're done. I mean, you are done. Yeah. You're ta- it's like, let's go pitch this tent somewhere if we have one or let's go back to the car. Let's Like at that moment, <clears throat> when we started walking down that mountain, especially, like once we were walking back down, like I was still taking it all in. But then once we started to hit that trail that really took us down, the van started to come into my head. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm ready to get back, dude. Yeah. I, I, like, that's what I see now. That's like my new mountain. Right, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's my new. Sitting in that van. <laughs> yeah, and I knew, man, because I knew, man, when we get back to that, everything will map itself out. Right. There's no more wonder. 
you'll feel better. And uh, man, we got back to the ski basin though, and we still had another two miles to go to to walk to where we started that trail. Man, we had two miles. And then these nice people from Clovis, New Mexico, gave me a ride down to the van uh, and kept that two miles you know, away from us. Thank yeah, God. that was nice. I mean, talk about freaking trip savers, dude. Yep. They no, were. That was, a, that, that, that was a cherry on top of the day right there is that we didn't have to hike that extra two miles back to the yeah. van. But you know what, though, dude? There's nothing like, that's what I was thinking, there's nothing like going and climbing a mountain in northern New Mexico. Four, four guys going and climbing a mountain in New Mexico in a minivan. Yeah. You know what hey, I'm saying? There's nothing more manly, dude. Honestly. I know, yeah. I mean, it's just like... Call it the manly shit. van. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Damn it, dude. I mean, shit, we, dude. We were sliding doors. I mean, come on. How could you resist it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, man, the one... So, I had something else I actually was going to bring up. Unless... Yeah. Uh, no, is there anything else? It. Yeah. No, I think we covered the trip well. Yeah, it was fun, man. That was a good time. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, the one thing I've actually been thinking about a lot lately is, uh... There's actually this one story. It's a local story um, that has to do with the justice system, and then but then I I was recently watching like a Joe Rogan uh, clip came up somewhere, and it was a guy who had been uh, in prison for 20 years for a murder he didn't commit, you know, and and it made me think more about the justice system because these are kind of on both sides of the spectrum. And uh, it's like, how can you really tie those two things together, you know? But this local story was, a few years back, there was in Kerrville, there was a uh, a bad accident where a guy was way intoxicated and driving and drove into a, a house and killed a little girl. He drove into her window and drove up there and killed a little girl. And this guy is still walking. He's still out. He's not even in jail. Really? You know? And even though it's like, it's like... Innocent until guilty, but it's like, uh, there's no, I mean, he's obviously guilty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He obviously did that. And, and again, I, I'm not, it's not a character assassination at all. You know, I don't know the guy. He probably has good qualities about him and people that love him. Right. And it's just a sad instance. But I'm just saying that when you commit, when something happens and you make a mistake like that, dude, you, you, you have to, you pay for it. I mean, it's unfortunate, but... You take someone else's life because you were drinking and driving, you have to pay for that. You, that you you don't get to walk on that. That doesn't teach anyone around you or anyone any lessons. The only lessons that teaches you is that you can do something like that and get away with it. Right. You know, and that's just not that's not productive at all. That's a broken justice system. You know, and as a matter of fact, they tried as far as I've I've, I've as far as I I know on it. And again, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm some fucking bearer of truth because I'm not, but. As far as I know, they, the guy tried to go to uh, court and have it all thrown out because he says he was arrested unlawfully by the police and tried to have the whole thing thrown out. And it's like, dude, and the judge said no, you know, they yeah. said no, but uh, so he'll, he'll still have to go to trial. But it's like, I just don't see why the long trial here. Like, what, what's the deal? Like, <clears throat> like he should be like a jury could figure no, this know. out in an hour. Right. Just get a jury on the case right away and, and sentence the guy. He should have happened right at. This should have happened as soon as the inve- any investigation was done. It should have happened. Right. Why is it? It's in. It's it's. I mean, there's no justice in that, man. Like you well, know. If you ask me, this is just another case of a lack of definition. 
in the uh, in the Constitution, you know, in in the law. Uh, you know, you have the right to a speedy trial. What's a speedy trial? There's people who sit in in county jails for months, waiting for their trial. You know, waiting yep. for the judge to get around to their case. You know, what's a speedy trial? Define it, and then hold the law to it. You know, hold the justice system to it. I think that that would uh, that would expedite a lot of uh, you know because he just paid bail. He would be sitting in jail waiting, but he paid bail. Yeah, but he paid. What do you think about the bail system? I think that uh, I can definitely see how people say it's a uh, like a get out of jail free card for like the rich. Basically, you know, it's like if you. If you got money to get out of jail, then you can get out of jail. Kind of hard if you to argue don't that. have money to get out of jail, well, you're gonna sit in this, you know, you're gonna sit in this, uh, in this cell until, until someone else either pays your bail or you, you know, your trial comes up and you, you know, the judge can see you. Uh, you know, I don't. Uh, I can see how, like, it, for petty things. I can see the bail system. Absolutely. For something like that, yeah. where you have taken someone else's life, yeah. and it, this is a very serious case, you know, you could potentially be a flight risk. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, in that case, no. I, 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 in my opinion, he shouldn't have been able to just pay bail. I agree, you know? yeah. But, that's, and, my opi- you know, that's my opinion and, about and, that, and, too. But it, also, but also, it should have been a... Uh, you know how long ago was this? And there's been it's like no, two years. Two years. If not more I also than that. don't if think. Not more than that. Yeah, I also don't think he should have sat in a jail cell in a county jail cell for two years waiting, waiting for a trial. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, yeah, you're right. So you know something's got to give here. You know either either speed your court system up or I can't I can't just be okay. like nobody gets okay. bail. You and know? so let's tie back. And that's incredibly sad. And and uh, the family, you know, man, the family and stuff. Again, when when these things happen, man, when people lose family members and stuff, it's no. This is why we talk about it. Try to get to the bottom of it, man. It's like right. you try to try, start to figure things out and make the world work a little bit more, you know, uh, smoothly. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, and people already have to deal with this shit. You think their families want to sit there and still be dealing with that? You know, absolutely not. You know, everybody wants right. it to be speedy. I think across the board, right? Don't yep. you think everybody would want to get on with it? Uh, but so, you know, I, I'm not bringing it up to be insensitive. Of course, I shouldn't have to say that, but you know, I'm not, you know, it's definitely just because it, uh, it, it disturbs me that our justice system has flaws in it. The other side of that is this, and I, and I, and his name escapes me. I could find it if I wasn't going to be completely lazy, but I'm going to pitch on the laziness, uh, bandwagon right now. Okay. And, uh, not go with his name, but he was a guy that was on Joe Rogan recently and he was talking about being in prison for like over 20 years um and i didn't watch the whole episode or anything but it just made me think you know for a murder he didn't commit yeah and it was proved that he didn't commit it and then it's like 20 years oh shit we took 20 years from you dude and we were wrong you know and it's like how did that happen you know and it's like man we have a very you know we all sit here and say like oh trust justice our justice system it's like Man, you you've got to be a little bit you got to be a little bit uh, like n- not being honest if you say our justice system doesn't have some serious holes in it, some major holes that could use some major time. Absolutely. If we had 
other levels of governance that were supposed to be doing this stuff that actually had some confidence. Because how many rules do they have? How many laws? They have 5,000 laws. I mean, you can't even enforce that shit. How about just working on the pro- on, on proper justice and the laws that really matter to people and actually enforcing those laws instead of throwing all this crazy shit out just to benefit off it so you can make fucking money because that's probably why you do half the shit you do. Yep. You know? It's just a... Uh, at the end of the day, that's exactly what has happened to our justice system, I'm sure. That's why there's no movement in it. That's why it doesn't ever move forward and new ideas don't get brought to the table to try to help it and try to help these problems along because they're not interested in justice. You know, they're all interested in the people who control it are interested in making money and along. Like, yep. do you think lawyers want a, a, a speedy trial? Oh, yeah. I would think you think so. they do? You, you think they want it speedy or you think they want it elongated and drug out? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends, yeah. you know? Probably depends on the lawyer. Probably depends I mean, on, yeah. We but I mean, it's a system. Yeah. It's a system, though. And the, it's not just, I'm not just harping on the lawyers either. You know, they're just doing their job, too. But it's just a system where when money becomes, when money becomes at the forefront, we lose the touch of what we're even supposed to be doing. You know, like, like, justice like this is ju- this is supposed to be like closing the book you know on like something and saying no this happened this person needs to be punished for this or this person does not need to be punished for this and letting letting the truth prevail helping the truth prevail you know and now it's like you can't trust it one way or the other man yep you know like like we were talking about actually this on the way up there and i kind of still I kind of still stand by this because we we were talking about like if you were driving to a small Texas town and you got pulled over and let's say you had like less than a gram with you in a pipe, you know, uh, you know, I think a lot of people think and like Kevin was saying too and uh, and I think to some degree too that they would if you got pulled over that the cop would take you to jail, not just give you a ticket and fuck with you. He surely would do that. Right. But actually take you to jail. And I say that I really don't think that they would. You know, I mean, I think it depends. I, again, this is the thing. It really depends on the officer. But, uh, man, I just I just don't know. I, I think if they were able to... Uh, I think if there's some type of statute that they can write you a ticket and feel like they can get paid enough money off just giving you a ticket... Like if it's that much of a misdemeanor, what's the? Why would they waste their time taking you and arraigning you? What they want is your money, right? You know, in that case, they they're not worried about you having a little bit less than a gram of pot, yeah, <laughs> or weed or cannabis. You know, right? They're not worried about that. They they're, know they're, that's they're, not a danger to exactly. Yeah, you're not you're not there with the pound and a half trying to sell to little kids in the yeah. street. You know, uh, that would surely be way worse, and. You know, I just don't, you know, I, I think that there are, there's just so much, there's so much corruption in the justice system that, like, that's why we can have that debate and say that. We could say it depends on who, who, what cop you talk to, what cop you come into contact with, because there's really not, the, justice no. is loose, man. Justice is loose, you know, it's really become a loose term. Right. No, I think that's, you know... I think that that's uh, true to an extent, you know. I think that it definitely depends on the officer. Uh, and there are certain municipalities, where, like Austin, I think it is, where they have decriminalized 
certain amounts, you know, up yeah. to certain amounts. Like if you get pulled over and you got like less than two grams or something like that, then you don't have to go to jail. You just get a ticket, you know, and yeah. get your weed confiscated and that's it. If you have more than three uh, grams, the officer will smoke it with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, like that that's only Austin, you know. I mean, if you're outside of Austin, you can get pulled over with two grams. Well, it's still a... Uh, Still criminal, you know, it's still a criminal activity or whatever it's called. And, you know, that that's just the sad reality of it. I, you know, I wish it was different. I wish Texas would uh, come to its senses and, uh, you know, decriminalize it or, or, you know, at least decriminalize it. If not, just full-on legalize it. Let the market... Well, and I'm, and I'm not so know, much even trying to talk about that. I'm, I'm more over trying to talk about the inconsistencies of the justice, that, like that it's loose, that there's no... Like, some officers in Texas will might take you to jail, and some might not. Right. Because there's not... They don't... There's not, like, you know... What's the justice in that, then? So, so it's just for your fucking lucky day, this officer didn't take you to jail. It's like, then why even be a fucking... Then what? What? It, then it, what? Justice is getting served in taking anyone to jail, right? You know what I'm saying? It, that's the thing about the whole. Like we're just using marijuana right now because right. we were well, talking and, about that. And, you know, and Fucking that's why anything. I think that most officers, most officers would take you to jail. I think. I, I I'll stand by that. You know that I think, I think you could catch your, the lucky one. You know, you could you could catch your lucky break with the officer who's having a good day and who just really just doesn't think that. You know, a small amount of weed is a big deal. You know, he might just take your weed and screw with you, you know, write you a ticket or whatever. But I think that probably a good 80 to 90% of, of, of officers who catch you with it are going to are gonna take you to jail just because it is the law. And that is their job to enforce the law. And you're going to, you know, and, and, you know, whoever they're arresting could sit there and complain about it all day. And they're just going to be like, dang, dude, that sucks. You know, I'm just doing my job. You know? I mean, tell it to the judge. You know, that's yeah. that, that's what they're. I mean, <clears throat> because the, and and that that is their job. I mean, their job is to be a uh, agent of the state. You know, I mean, pretty much. You know, I I mean, I don't think that's crossing a line to say. You know, I mean, yeah. but pretty much when you have on that. That that badge or that uniform, I mean, whatever, whatever it is. I I, uh, I, I think this man. I I think because again, I I really. I think we'd have to really draw up the line of like, you know, you said two grams. Like two grams is different than maybe a bowl left, even. Yeah. You know, like it looks different. Right. You know, especially to an officer. It's like, oh, you got two baggies here. Yeah. You know, or, you know, it, and, uh, you know, like, it, by the way, if you have two different baggies, I believe it becomes a felony oh, if, yeah. if you have it separated in two bag- baggies. So, you know, again, I think that there's a lot to say with that. Like, we'd have to understand actual state law. Like, I'm not... I don't know the actual state law on it. But one thing we can be sure of is that they what they really want is money. If... if that That's what I'm saying. It's like, if they pull you over and they're like, this person has... Like, I can write this guy a ticket and he's going to have to send our county 500 bucks to pay this ticket. Or I could take him to jail and we're not... We're still going to get 500 bucks. Right. Why, you know, I'm not even going to arraign him. I'm just going to get the, I'm just going to get the 500 bucks off him without even arraigning him because it's not about justice. That's my point is it has nothing, it has to do with money. Right. And that's why that will happen because at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about things that don't, aren't going to make them money or that are misdemeanor like that. They, they care about the shit that's going to make them money, dude. 
Yeah. And like get them the money that they need to run their police station. Because yep. that that's how they run their police stations, right? Yep. I mean, by meeting quotas and so, you know, that that's kind of my my point to this issue. Not when we were talking about it in the car so much, but like now, that's why I draw the attention to it because I think that that is what's wrong. Like that that kind of ha- helps highlight what's wrong with the justice system is that it's not about justice. It's really not. Like if it was about justice, they would have that would be defined. Speedy trial would have been defined. Right. Mar- yep. Marijuana laws would be fucking zero percent. If you get caught with a pipe, you're going to fucking jail. It doesn't matter. If you get caught with a a fucking seed, you're going to jail. It's illegal. Or we can sit here and have this debate about, I mean, I got caught with seeds and stems and they didn't fuck with me. Yeah. And it's like because they know, that person happened to know that my fucking son smokes too. I'm not going to fuck with this kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they have a fuck... Because it's not justice, it's a quota. Right. You know, and, and I'm not even knocking the officers. They have a hard job. I agree. They are they they walk a fine line between trying to help a community and be good in a community and then having their higher ups complain to them for not enforcing something strict enough or yeah. you know, and, and so I, I feel for them, truly. They have a very tough job. You know, and I think the best thing you can do is be respectful of officers and like Tell them the truth and just be honest. Right. You know, if you go to jail over it, you'll have your time to say your piece. Or you won't because the judge will tell you to probably shut the fuck up too. But after that, you can go about yeah. your life again. And you know, you can keep on being politically active in your community, you know. And, and uh, that's one thing. But you do, you know, it's, it's important to not allow a justice system to become completely corrupt. Right. You know, and for justice to remain uh, very prevalent in our society, like for the right reasons, not for the wrong ones, not for the sake of vengeance or anything else, but for the sake of right and wrong. You know, we we hopefully we can continue to try to find that. You know, well, is there anything else you want to say, man? Anything else you want to bring up? We could talk about that shit all day, but yeah, no, uh, won't get us any closer to the truth. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, I I have wanted to talk about like, I mean, a couple of like news events that are going on right now but I think we're going to hold it off for next episode yeah that'd be great uh, because a couple of them are still developing like the whole FBI thing and the whole uh, uh, IRS thing you know I mean we could make we'll definitely make the next episode about the uh, the more modern events. We just wanted to use this episode to talk about our trip to New Mexico, of course, yeah. and of course to rant about how Texas needs to make new state parks because we rant about that a lot on this show. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just and, have a more uh, of a mindset of cleanliness too. You know, yeah, that, that's the no, big one. I love to. I, I man, we're all yeah. better than that for sure. That's. And uh, our state's too good for that shit. It really like is. That, it is. You know? It is. Or, or you know what? Or like I was saying, we we have too good an ego. We have too big an ego for that. Yeah, and allow you that. Know? You have a state if that's we're gonna, If we're gonna be that state that's just known for being the look at our freaking state, state, you know, better clean that shit up a little better bit. Better have man. a sparkly clean state <laughs> rubbing people's faces, man. Right. And uh, you know, I tell Cheer you what, up. dude. Uh, if we ever have a river again to go kayaking down. I, I would love to organize a uh, kayaking cleanup. Oh, you know, that'd be go awesome, down the river, man. you know. And uh, and you know they do that in Bandera. 
They've done that from Bandera to the lake. They do it. They start at uh, Peaceful Valley, I believe, and they go down through Bandera. They dang, I got the hiccups. Everybody. Yeah, they don't cover. They, they don't cover uh, Medina. They don't cover from Third Crossing down Twenty One Hundred Seven all the way to Peaceful Valley. Well, you got That's it. That's a dude. lot of rumor. Heck yeah, I do. It's a lot of rumor. I definitely. And do we that. need to. We, we need to cover that, man. And I, I mean. Well, I mean, like, me and you don't even have to be the ones that cover it. See, like, I was thinking, like, put it out there, get a couple of teams together, few teams, take us different spots of the river, Boom. head down, trash bags, fill them up, you know, clean the river up, you know I mean? Yeah. Especially when we do get a river again, it's going to be in the form of a flood, and it's going to leave a mess, especially yeah, with sure. how dry things have been. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to need a little bit of something like that, but... We do have rain in the forecast right now, so that's good. So hopefully, oh for sure, and we've gotten some rain. I mean, it hadn't been completely parched. We have gotten some, but it, it looks like it's going to rain. There's a system working up the Gulf actually too. Uh, yeah. It looks like it may not become a big storm, but bring some rain. There's more rain coming from the north. It looks like uh, looks like it's about to be our time, man. You we know, need it. Yeah, I'm ready to use some kayaking, man. Yeah, like, like if you could get it, if that river comes up enough to get it, get, get your boat in, that'd be badass. Oh, oh I take off work, dude. My boss knows. <laughs> My boss knows, dude. If the river rises, man, I'm going. I'm man. going, dude. I'm going. I'm dropping in. It, yeah. uh, it only rises for so long. Yeah, and uh, I don't know when it's gonna rise. Yeah, again. find that perfect level, dude. Yeah, when it's at that perfect level, I'm going, man. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right on, man. Right. Well, damn. Anything else? No, man, I think that was a good episode, man. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, y'all, and uh, we'll see you next week. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.